Hey, Business Building Warrior, it's Jim. Let's spend a few minutes diving into a topic that I think will do one of two things. It's either going to save you a bunch of money, time, heartache, headaches, or it's going to make you a lot of money, a lot more money, saving you time, saving you some disappointments and painful losses. So for perspective, I've been doing e-commerce for 20 years. We've coached well over 7,000 people at this point through our coaching program over the past 17 plus years. Our team has grown from just me to close to 100 people at this point. Now they're not all full-time, obviously. Like our coaches, for example, it's a very part-time thing for them. They're busy running very profitable, successful businesses, and they dedicate a few hours a week to coach some students with us. There's about 40 of them, for example. I count them on my team. I've partnered up with many people in very creative ways where they continue doing life and business the same that they've always done, but we work together in a cooperative way to serve the larger community that's kind of gathered around this podcast and the Proven Amazon course and you know the business building warriors of our Facebook, for example, our Facebook group. So that's a large pool. It's a large sample that we can draw from. It's a, a significant amount of time where I can step back and say, what are the common pitfalls what are the common mistakes that we see being made the most frequently? And how can I keep you from, not only keep you from making that mistake, which is ideal, but capitalize on the opposite principle that puts more money in your pocket, helps you grow faster, be a better leader, more profitable in your business, find your lane more quickly, stay out of the mud, stay out of those ruts that take so many of us off course at some point. So there's four keywords I'm going to dive into today. It's going to be four points that I make. We're going to talk about tools, risks, relationships, and focus. Tools, risks, relationship, and focus. Those are the four words I'm going to dive into. So if you like taking notes, those are the four points we're going to dive in. You can kind of keep track of where we're at as I go through these. So what do I mean by tools? Well, perhaps one of the best examples I can give you is paying attention to what strategies you're using because technology is quickly, especially in e-commerce, quickly, whatever tool you got used to using, there's a better version out there. Maybe one of the best examples I can come up with is there's, you may be listening to me right now and you still use AOL for your email. It's free. I can't blame you. You got used to it. It's what you've always used. Well, let me tell you, Gmail is so much better and it's free too, but you just haven't made that change yet. That mindset of, uh, it's not broken, I don't need to fix it. it. It worked for me yesterday, it'll work for me tomorrow. You can't have that vantage point. You can't have that attitude about building an e-commerce business. You've got to always be learning, always stepping up to new and better tools when they're made available. And here's an example of why that's important. With AOL, I can tell you this, having a company that stays in contact with hundreds of thousands of prospects and customers and we're mailing them things. And when they buy something from us, we're sending them a code. And when they email us complaining about some something that didn't work, we send them an email back and we say, hey, here's what you need. We consistently hear from frustrated AOL email users who say, no one ever emails me back when I send you guys things. And they'll post angrily in our Facebook group, for example. I've sent six emails and nobody replied. And we look at our support system and actually we've been replying very promptly in every case. But you're using AOL, which blocks everything because it has outdated spam filters. 
everything except your grandma's email. That's about all it gets through, AOL. Everything else is blocked. So you need something slightly more intelligent. Now, is Gmail perfect? No, it's not. But it's far better. They've put a lot of money. They're staying current. So I'm not saying everybody should use Gmail, although I can make a very strong case that it is by far the strongest free email system available. But that's just one example. Another example might be people who have stubbornly said, you know what? I like eBay. I'm never selling on any other platform. eBay is what got me started in e-commerce 20 years ago. And I know that there's only a fraction of the same amount of people there that there used to be, but I'm sticking around. No, where has the crowd moved? The crowd has moved to Amazon. Is it worth considering that? I'm not saying you have to. I'm not saying you're crazy if you don't. I'm saying let's factor everything into the decision and maybe do a, a little spot check of where's the industry now? Where is it heading? Where are the customers? Where are the eyeballs? I'm not giving you the advice that you have to jump on every new app and every new platform and every new software. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if there's something that you're still using in your business that's been around for quite a long time and you haven't asked yourself, is there a better version of this? Is there something that costs less, saves me time, helps me serve my customers better, brings me more customers? You need to constantly be learning. So really this whole tools conversation is really how good are you, how good are you at paying attention to the new things that come along, the new ideas, the new strategies, the new techniques. I'll tell you the number one asset that we have in our business, it's the same as the number one asset for any business, I believe, is the list of customers that we can't wait to serve and they can't wait to hear from us. That's the number one asset we have. It's not the platform or the tool of the course or the personalities. It's that group of people who have said to our organization, hey, when you guys have something worth saying to say, there's a good chance we're going to listen to you. That's our number one asset. It's true for every business, I believe. Every business should be in the information business, for example. There's creative ways to get yourself into the information business, no matter what business you're in. Are you doing that? Are you paying attention to lessons like this? Or are you just in constant hustle mode? constantly churning, constantly churning. When you look over your shoulder, what have you built? Do you have a base? Are you heading somewhere with this? Do you have something that's going to be a sellable asset at some point? Or are you just assuming that as long as you've got enough money to pay the bills, you're good? With e-commerce, that's not necessarily true. You've got to be diversified. You've got to have more than one thing going. I'm not saying that's where you should start. However, we'll talk about that on the fourth point, focus. Right now we're talking about tools. And I would tie into that strategies. As we start to transition into the next point, I'll talk a little bit more about that. But are the things you're doing right now and the tools you're using right now the best things you should be doing and the best tools you should be using? Because there are a lot of options out there. Now, I don't want anyone to mistake what I've just said to make you think that the rules of business are changing because they're not. I fully believe that the rules of business have always been the same. They always will be the same. It reminds me of a story I heard in college from one of my favorite professors talking about Ford Motor Company when they brought in some new technology to speed up a process and work on it, improve a process. And this process before the technology came along had about a 10% defect rate. So they're making about 100 units a day with a 10% defect rate. And they thought, oh, we got to bring in some new technology. 
we got to fix this thing. So they brought in the new technology to automate the process. And now instead of making 100 units a day with a 10% defect rate, they're making 5,000 units a day with a 10% defect rate. <laughs> like they didn't fix the process. They just improved the tool. So just because you're using better tools doesn't mean you're going to get better results. And e-commerce is so much like that. Just because you throw more money in and use the better tools and so many people get enamored with the latest tools and the latest courses, and this goes in again to that final point I'll talk about today, focus. You've got to understand your business model. Just because you're using new and better tools doesn't mean you're going to get better results. But you can find yourself slipping behind if you refuse to pay attention to the new processes that are available to you. And that's what I see as one of our primary roles around here. We're almost a curator. And that's a very valuable role to play for anybody is to be a, a trusted curator. Just like if you go to a museum, there's a curator, maybe it's a committee, maybe it's a person who's been in charge of deciding what goes on the walls and which pieces of art they will display and for how long and in which rooms. And you trust that curator to create a good experience for you. That's what we do here. Because if, if you had to decide in advance of going to the museum, okay, here's all the pieces of art that I want to see. Here's the rooms I want to see them in. You know, that's a lot of work for you. You just want to go and trust someone else who knows art to set the whole thing up and then you can enjoy the experience. That's the benefit of going to a restaurant. You know, they've got the menu, they've got their choices. Well, why don't they have all these other things on there? Well, they're, they specialize in the things that are on their menu. That's what a curator does. You collect out of all the millions of options, you narrow it down and provide an experience that people who trust your curation talents come to enjoy. Well, that's the role that I see that we have here to keep you up to date on what you should be pay, paying attention to, what's working for the most people, what's scalable, what's practical, what's low risk. And we'll talk about risk as the next point that we'll be moving into here in just a moment. So the things we talk about are what we call around here, just the good stuff. There's a lot of ideas floating around out there and you'll hear one or two per people over here making it work and someone over there making it work. That doesn't mean it's going to work at scale over the long term. So we take that responsibility very seriously here. And that's why we talk so much about Amazon, because when we look at the landscape of all e-commerce opportunities that are out there, we consider all the options we have to teach people who come to us and say, hey, you've got my attention. I'm willing to pay a little bit of money. Teach me what's working. Show me a system. Show me a process. It's a pretty short list of things that you can predictably and consistently take people from point A to point B of knowing nothing to building a great business, that's a pretty short list of options that we have available to us. Amazon, however, is a phenomenal option. Half of all transactions on the internet at any given day in the United States are happening on Amazon. Tons of new products pouring in, millions of new customers pouring in. The opportunity is in its infancy from our vantage point. That's why we're so bullish on it. And that's why we teach our students around the world. It's not that we love Amazon or line up with their corporate philosophy. It's that they've built an incredible platform and business opportunity that when we look at the landscape of other opportunities, we think it's worth considering for anyone, especially if you're brand new. Okay, so let's talk about risks for just a moment. We've talked about tools paying attention to the tools you're using, paying attention to the opportunities you're pursuing. Let's talk about risks and tie that in. One of our new coaches, I had a conversation with them just yesterday and they were, it was Robin Olson. She's a new coach on our team. And she was talking about the concept of low, low, high, low, low, high. And when she explained it to me, I said, that makes a lot of sense. I've got to share that with everybody. And I think it really helps encapsulate the concept of risk that we see in our community. 
the way business was done for thousands of years before the internet was high barriers to entry for virtually every business model you could possibly consider, high monetary risks for virtually every business opportunity that was worth considering, and low odds of success. That's high, high, low. Not a very friendly way to launch a business. And that's what we heard. 90% of all businesses fail within the first five years, blah, blah, blah. You know, all those statistics. The statistics haven't caught up yet with the people who are doing e-commerce business models, especially based on proven systems. Because as our coach Robin pointed out to me in our conversation, she loves telling our new students, hey, get ready for low, low, high. Low, low, high. Low barrier to entry. It's not a big learning curve. Not a lot of new technology you got to learn. Low monetary risks. You're not going to have to spend a bunch of money to prove that this works. And very high odds of success if you pay attention to what we're showing you. There is a lot of opportunity here, in other words. So low, low, high is the way that the new models work if you're paying attention. Now, there's plenty of people out there who will teach you, for example, high, high, low business opportunities using the internet. The perfect example for this podcast episode are the people who are teaching private label strategies, building a brand strategies to new e-commerce sellers. You may have heard me say, I've said it frequently, if you aren't selling $10,000 a month on Amazon, you're crazy to even be toying around with the idea of launching a private label brand on Amazon because your odds of failure are ridiculously high. I would say north of 95% or more odds that you're going to fail, meaning put way more money into it than you ever see getting out of it, have a garage full of product you can't sell and an angry spouse because they can't park the car in the garage. That's what's going to happen to you until you're positioned well because you went over to YouTube and you listened to a private label expert talking about launching a private label and they probably have great success themselves and they probably have four or five other people that they can pull up in front of you and say, look, look what they did. They, they built a better mousetrap and now they're selling a thousand units a day and it's wonderful. But never mind the fact that they've sold thousands and thousands of students on their $5,000 course. They leave that part out. Your odds of success are very low. That's the high, high, low business model being applied to e-commerce. Just because it's an e-commerce opportunity doesn't mean it's necessarily the preferred low, low, high. You can build an e-commerce business based on the old rules where you're taking huge risks financially, putting a lot of money, time, effort, energy, blood, sweat, tears into your business plan and your research and your software and your monthly paid tools. And it just never ends and it piles on with a high barrier to entry where the competition is going to be after you as soon as you pop your head up out of the weeds. That's the high, high, low, low risk of actually succeeding. It's just not necessary. Right on Amazon... There are low, low, high opportunities and there are high, high, low opportunities. Which one are you pursuing? Around here, we don't let any of our new students go after the high, high lows, high risk, high costs, high barriers to entry, low odds of success. We don't let you do that. We encourage and funnel all of our students into the low, low, high. Low barrier to entry, low risks, low monetary expense required, high odds of success. That's our replens model, by the way. That's what we teach in the Proven Amazon course. So you've got to understand 
the risk category that you're playing in with the business you're trying to build. Just because it's e-commerce doesn't mean it's low risk. Just because it's e-commerce doesn't mean it's high odds of success. There are many, many opportunities out there that just don't work out well in the end. I would put drop shipping in there for 95% of everybody who goes down the drop ship road. It doesn't end well. It just doesn't. It's not a model we teach or encourage until you are very experienced in e-commerce and you have a very stable base and you start to dip your toe very slowly into drop shipping, meaning you have a great relationship with a single supplier who has a lot of inventory and you're a preferred vendor with them, meaning they're going to hold some inventory for you for when you need it. So you're never selling stuff that doesn't end up being able to ship. Because if you sell things that you can't ship on Amazon or eBay or Facebook Marketplace or any of these platforms, you're going to have trouble. You're going to lose your account. Your business is not going to do well. So that is the understanding risk. So we've talked about tools. We've talked about risk. Let's talk about the third pitfall, a potential trap, that if you don't understand how the internet makes this different, how the internet has changed the way we do things in business, that you're going to fail. And that is relationships. Don't tune me out. This is a very methodic, even if you're an introvert, even if you don't think you need people, even if you think your person is like, "Ah, I got my few friends, I don't need anybody else. You've got to pay attention to this next part. It's as vital as is basic math skills for business success. You got to know when you're profitable or not, right? You've got to know if you're making good business decisions or not. Relationships are as vital. It's another box you got to check, if you will. It's just like paying your taxes. It's a box that has to be checked. Because I can predict your business success with extreme accuracy if you answer one simple question. Are you adding to the number of quality relationships as you travel down your business road? Do you have more people in your life who are pouring into your business and you're pouring into their life? They're contributing Is there an increasing amount of synergy in your business or are those numbers kind of shrinking? It used to be a bunch of us and now it's just three of us and I think it might just be me pretty soon. That's not the path you want to be on. I can predict your business success based on are you adding new people into your life, new relationships? I'm not saying it's new people that you hang out and play cards with every weekend, although that's phenomenal to find those new kind of great friends and that very much happens through business, happens all the time in our community. I'm talking more about, are you having conversations with the store manager where you source frequently? Are you sending a card to that wholesaler that you've been working with for a little while? Are you getting to know the names of the people that you're doing business with and saying, hey, you know, who else do you know that might be interested in working with me? Are you expanding your network? Because if you're not, that's a sign that things are shrinking in your business. Your box is shrinking around you. You're not growing. You're not taking new territory in the, in the relationship arena. Why is that important? Well, with e-commerce, especially this community, if you're listening to this podcast, odds are you're most likely an introvert, which means it doesn't come as naturally and as easily to you to build new relationships, but it is vital that you do so. It's of extreme importance that you do so. That's why we emphasize it all the time around here. And just by making an intentional effort to reach out, even in our Facebook group. It's a free feature we have where you can see who lives near you. Reach out, say, hey, let's get a group of us together. It's a little weird of just you and one other person the first time. So try to make it a group, try to make it three, five, seven of you, something like that. Get a group of you together who live in the area and just hang out and talk business. 
And if you do that one time and you don't leave the meeting going, hmm, that was time well spent. That was really good. If you don't leave the meeting after the first time, let me know. I'll send you $100 personally. I'll send it to you. I mean, I was like, no, it was a complete waste of time. I met with about seven other people from this community who are actively building their businesses online. We just sat and stared at each other. It was awkward. Nobody had anything useful to say. We all left angry at each other. Let me know. I'll send you money. Because literally of the hundreds and hundreds of times where we've heard of such meetings happening, it's always of extreme value for everybody involved. It moves everybody's business forward. New ideas, new techniques, challenging information, a few new books to read that you hadn't considered. It's worth doing every time. It puts more money in your pocket, helps your business grow more quickly, improves you as a leader and as a human being. So make that happen. Just because it's e-commerce doesn't mean it's all done with you sitting behind your glowing keyboard. If your business consists of you sitting behind your keyboard, pounding away, trying to make more money than you did yesterday, acting anonymously, doing whatever it is that you do, that is not a sustainable business model. It will not last. It will crash eventually, either through burnout or something surprising will come along and you don't have any relationships or anyone to lean on that can help dig you out of it. That's a lot of the value, again, of our free Facebook group. There's a link in the show notes, or you can go to silentgym.com, jump in our free Facebook group and see what I'm talking about. Bad news floats. And when you get hit with something unexpected, you'll see it in our Facebook group. People are like, wow, okay, I've been doing this four years. I've never seen anything like this. Somebody help me out. Should I be nervous? And then inevitably the responses come, oh, that happened to me a couple months ago. You need to call this person. Or... Oh, ignore that. That's just a spam email. I got that too. And it was just spam. You know, like, oh, okay. Breath of fresh air. It's like that quick, oh no, what's going on? Panic moment. And then, oh, okay, there is a solution here. I recognize that pattern. We see it all day, every day across all levels of businesses. And I've come to trust now after doing this for 20 years, there's always at least 10 ways around, over, under, or through any issue that comes at you if you have a community. If it's just you, those scary moments, you're stuck, you panic, you don't make good decisions, you throw in the towel when you didn't need to, or you haven't taken the precautions you should have taken and you blame yourself because you're the only one to blame. There's no one else around to talk to about it, right? So build those relationships. So we've talked about tools, we've talked about risk, we've talked about relationships and community, our Facebook group, right? Tools, risk, relationship. Let's talk about focus. This is the fourth most popular trap that you can fall into from my vantage point. And if it's not abundantly obvious right off the top, we live in the information age where information is flooding at us. I talked about being being reliant on curators to help you decide which content you're going to listen to, which experts, which opportunities, which courses. Focus in on the stuff that's proven. It's just not needed to take big risks if there are proven strategies that are out there working for other relatively competent people that you can kind of relate with, you need to stick with whatever it is that they're doing and focus in on it. Because here's a newsflash. If you didn't realize it, I apologize if you weren't raised around people who understood the most common sense lessons of business and life, but you can rage against this fact if you want. doesn't change it. It's kind of like gravity. You could be really mad and really determined to deny that it exists and operate your life in full denial that gravity exists, but it's still there and it really kind of doesn't care how you feel about it. Well, there's a rule in business that's the exact same way. 
some people operate in denial of it, but it's there nonetheless. The only way to build a profitable, sustainably profitable business, a thriving business, is through hard work, sacrifice, risk, blood, sweat, tears. It's going to take something of you. Everything worth having in life, matter of fact, takes a lot out of you. It's going, that's just a fact. There's no getting around it. You can operate your life in denial of that, maybe until you're about 30, 35 years old, and then you realize, man, I was stupid for thinking that that was possible. It takes work. It takes risk, sacrifice, blood, sweat, tears. So once you've come to terms with that, the next question is, okay, where am I going to put those blood, sweat, and tears? What system am I going to follow? Let's find, like I mentioned earlier, a low, low, high top of opportunity, low barrier to entry, low monetary requirements and low risk, super high odds of significant results and success. Let's find it. And let's focus in on that and not be distracted like that dog from the movie Up that talked. Can't remember his name. Some of, some of you are going to know right off the top of your head. I'm not good at remembering characters' names from movies, but every time a squirrel goes by, he would be saying something really smart till a squirrel went by and squirrel, he'd turn his head. And so many, so many of us like internet entrepreneurs are like that, where something shiny comes along. We see a testimonial. We see a YouTube video that was edited in a nice, interesting way. And we get sucked in. And now we're thinking, well, maybe I should drop what I'm doing and buy that $4,000 course because that 22-year-old kid sounds like he knows what he's doing. So I'm just going to follow him for a while and see how it works out. Because look, he just bought a watch. Like That doesn't necessarily mean anything. Look at his community. Look at his clients. Are they succeeding? How much of a track record do they have? Is it something worth changing direction over? Ask yourself some of these questions that we visited today, the tools, the risks, the relationships. Are you abandoning good relationships, for example, to pursue a completely new business model? Is that something that's worth doing? And I'm very proud of the fact that I've instilled in my family and our kids and our coaches and our students these lessons that put you on a different plane of operation, there's a stability there. There's a focus on integrity, on relationships. And we built a community that, that's stayed focused for a significant amount of time now, because that's the word we're on right now, focused on, hey, this Amazon replens thing, this you know, low barrier to entry opportunity of replens, people all over the world doing it, high odds of success. Is it the perfect business model? Well, there's no such thing as the perfect business model because as we already covered, every business you'll ever step into requires blood, sweat, tears, risks. Some people, it just doesn't work for one reason or another. Life interrupts the process or something happens. The relationships, you know, the family issues, the struggles there, divorce, a sickness, something comes along that takes the legs out from under them unexpectedly at the wrong time. Their own mental, physical health, who knows? So it's not a guarantee. There's no such thing in business. So if whoever told you that, you know, they weren't doing you any favors. Business is a lot of work. But it's nice to know you're following a low-risk system. It's nice to know that you've got something proven. And that's why we fill this podcast every week, week in, week out, with two or three success story testimonials from recently successful students who have followed the stuff that we teach just to take that distraction of everything that's flying around you 
and remind you, hey, how about you focus on something with a proven track record instead of experimenting around with unproven new territory. And there's a lot of ways to make money. Don't get me wrong. I've seen some incredibly creative things that I thought would never work that do. There's a lot of things that we don't understand yet. Maybe we will someday. But what I don't see a whole lot of is what we do here. And that is a parade of successful students week after week after week from around the world following the system that we've built, building incredible businesses. And there's a reason we do that. It's not that I don't have anything else to talk about. I would love to be this podcast, just me talking and say whatever I feel like saying each time I turn on the microphone. I'd have a lot of fun with that. I don't think it'd be serving you very well though, because I'd leave you wondering, okay, well, this gym guy thinks this stuff is great, but who else is really using this? So that's why we have hundreds of recent podcast episodes We have about 1,300 tagged posts in our free Facebook group that are people saying, hey, this works. I'm following the system. I didn't know what I was doing. I started from nothing and this just works. So if anything, I'm saying, hey, I'm throwing down, I like to call it throwing down a gauntlet on the whole industry. I'm challenging my colleagues in the industry, the people who consider themselves to be thought leaders and you know, my own son, other leaders that I've taught, who are in the e-commerce industry, the other coaches out there who who pay attention to what I have to say for those who find it valuable. I always say the most important thing that you can be doing is creating success stories and then telling those stories. Because if you're going to call yourself a teacher and you don't have a parade of successful students to show to the world, then you're not a very good teacher. It's kind of like that old saying, you know, if you consider yourself a leader, but you turn around and look over your shoulder and there's no one there, you're not really a leader. I mean, you can call yourself that. You can put it on your business card. You can say you are on your website and on your LinkedIn profile. I'm a thought leader. Well, who's paying attention to what you have to say? As evidenced by not just fans, not just people who think you're a swell guy. I'm talking about success stories. People who say, yes, because of the money, time, and attention I invested in this person and what they had to say, here's where I am now. And I wouldn't be here without them. Be a collector of those kind of stories if you're going to be a leader. That's the only kind of a leader we'll have on our team. And again, I've, I've instilled it in my, my sons who've launched their own businesses and they follow that principle to a T. I'm like, you know, they, they talk to me excitedly about a, a new client or some new business they landed. And I'm like, that's not exciting. Landing a new customer is not exciting. That just means you had a good sales process. Give me the testimonial. What testimonials have you gotten lately? I've pounded it into them because I pounded it into our sales floor as well. The sales numbers don't mean anything to me. That's just somebody saying, okay, you know what? I'll take a risk on you. I will take a risk. The real story is six months from now, what are they saying about us? Six months after they paid us. That's when I want to hear what they're saying. The money they gave us today is meaningless until we prove that it was a worthy investment for them. So with that perspective, I'm encouraging you to stay focused on the things that we are proving over and over and over again around here that actually work. So a quick recap, what did we talk about today? We talked about tools. We talked about risks. We talked about community and relationships. And we talked about focusing in. And the one last thing that I'll say about focus, be careful who you're giving your focused time and attention to. Because you've heard that saying, the people you hang out with, you become the average of the, the people you hang out with. Same goes for podcasts and content. So if your average consumption of content and educational material is whatever the hottest 
movie is on Netflix, that's going to become kind of your leadership ability. That's going to become your business. You're going to water down your brain's ability to process creatively business solutions and to expand. Fill your head with great podcasts and great books at least three to four times more than you're doing any kind of entertainment. You have to. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to your future. You owe it to your kids for this business you're trying to build. Cut entertainment back to its bare bones and fill your mind with great, challenging, educational content. That's how you stay focused on the prize. Stay focused on your customers, on what it is you're trying to build. So this isn't so much an an opportunity for us to dive into the motivational aspects of business. Focus, I'm not going to dive into the, the motivation side as much as I'm just saying, pay attention to what it is that you're focusing on because that matters a whole lot more than I think some people realize because I've seen people get on a great path. I'm reminded of an early podcast episode actually where I had a young couple on this show and to my knowledge, they've bounced around and done a few different things at this point and I don't know that any of them have exceeded very much. But the question they had for me was, hey, you know, we were doing the Amazon thing and it was going really, really great. I mean, we were making so much money. It was amazing, but we kind of got bored with it. It was kind of boring. So we figured out, we'll just kind of let that drift a little and try some things that really excite us. They lost focus, in other words. They lost focus. Because instead of abandoning it, what they should have done is automated. But they lost focus and they drifted one thing to the next that didn't work. And pretty soon their Amazon business was crashing and burning while they were trying to find something that excited them and motivated them. Being excited and motivated is just a matter of paying attention to how well you're serving your customers. You can be excited about any profitable business as an entrepreneur. Put on your entrepreneur hat. You know, as as young kids, we have the luxury of saying, oh, what do I want to do today? I don't know. I'm kind of bored playing baseball. I think I'm going to go back home and play video games. And you kind of drift around Those days are over as an adult. What's working? How can I serve the most people with the most effectiveness? Where are those profitable opportunities? And then in my free time, yeah, I can drift. I can decide which movie I'm going to watch tonight with my free time, with my entertainment time. But in business, it's about operating profitably, which means it's sustainable, which means it's scalable, which means you're actually serving a lot of people because they're willing to pay you money for what it is that you're doing. Your passions, those may turn into a business at some point. But if you set out trying to force your passions into some kind of profitable model, that's ignoring the most important piece of business, the end customer. It doesn't start with you being passionate. It starts with the customer being served well. Be passionate about that. As Mike Rohn says, Mike Rowe. I kind of confused Jim Rohn and Mike Rowe for a minute. Mike Rowe is the dirty jobs guy. I love what he says. Don't pursue your passions. Take your passion with you. Serve well. That's a very exciting thing to do with your life. And the business model almost becomes irrelevant. You're just looking for something you can focus on that's low risk, predictable model, a community you can appreciate. And I would submit for your consideration what we have going on around here. So hopefully you found this episode useful. I didn't take a whole lot of notes. So for those of you who are listening today, maybe you really appreciate like a nice, clean bullet point type presentation. That's just not me. I'm more conversational. Hopefully it feels like you just let a buddy of yours talk for about 35 minutes to say what was on his mind and to challenge you forward on some lessons that he's learned over the past 20 years. And hopefully I said a handful of things that that guided you in a good direction with your business. If I can keep 
just a handful of people from falling into one of the pitfalls that I mentioned today. Well, this will have been an episode that was well worth recording. So if you enjoyed this today, would you do us a little favor? Pass it along to a friend, send them to silentgym.com. Say, hey, this this episode might help you. I heard you're getting into e-commerce. I heard you're trying to build a business online. Here's four things to be cautious about. Let me know what you think. Send them to this episode. I'd really appreciate that because we have a $0 marketing budget for this show. We always have. Now we are starting to get some sponsors who are helping fund the show so we can keep it free. We like making a lot of our best content just free for you so you can get a feel for what we're all about as you're checking us out. But once you're ready to jump in and maybe spend a little money on one of those proven models, $29 gets you into the proven Amazon course. Pay $29 a month and you get access to everything. Speaking of Netflix, that's kind of how it works. We're adding new modules constantly. The course grows with you. It's not the kind of course that you go in and watch all of Netflix. Like no one signs up for Netflix and then watches everything on Netflix the first week. It's impossible. It's changing constantly. New stuff coming in, old stuff being purged. That's how the proven Amazon course is. But right when you need what you need, it's there for the next stage of your growth. We teach all the business models on Amazon. We have our preferred starting point where we start 95% of all students around the world and that is selling replens, typically in the United States, even if you live outside the U.S. You can sell them in the U.S. without ever touching or seeing your product. We've got modules for all of that inside the course. Or if you want some hand-holding, you can go with our coaching options. Call our coaching office. There's a link at silentgym.com for that as well. Work with one of our 40 great coaches. Those people are all formerly highly successful students that we recruited and asked them to do some coaching for us. And You'll get to spend some one-on-one time with them as well as a reactive coach. You can call anytime and text and phone if you have little quick questions. It's a beautiful program. We've been doing it, like I said, 17 plus years, 7,000 students, tons of success stories tagged in our Facebook group if you want to scroll through those. But this is a good place to end. Thanks for hanging out with me a little bit today. I like doing these solo episodes. I just imagine you sitting there interested, ideally, in what I had to share today. Obviously, if you stuck with me to the end, it must have been something of value for you, which is always my intention. Put more money in your pocket, keep you on a nice path where you feel great about your business and how you're spending your time. Hopefully, you feel blessed by today's episode because my prayer for you is that, that you'll succeed, that you'll prosper, that your family will be blessed, that you'll be in good health and continue to grow stay on that path that God's put you on. So God bless you, business building warrior. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you today. I will have another episode for you, of course, very soon. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.